Um, yeah, it's from his goodie. I'll make a proper pot. Nothing is really in conflict with anything else. It might appear to be in conflict, but everything is resolving itself in the immediacy, in this ever unfolding thing we call life or universe. Some people say you've got to learn to stay in the now. That's crap. There's no in the now and out of the now. There's no division. you think you can tell heaven from hell blue skies from pain can you tell a green field from a cold steel rail a smile from a veil Welcome to the Urban Guru Cafe. What do you have to say to those who say they were clear, but now they have lost it again? Bullshit. Elaborate. Can't there be moments of clarity and insight, and then all of a sudden there's total engagement again in the story? Well, every moment is clarity and insight, until it's interpreted by the mind into this is good and this is bad. And this is clear and this is not clear. Yeah, and who is it that's clear and who's not clear? Who had it and who lost it? Who had it? It's all talking about the past. I had it and now I've lost it. The very words are appearing in the immediacy. The truth is the immediacy. You're saying that there's always clarity and it's only the mind that's interpreting it and saying that there isn't clarity. Yeah, well, it all revolves on what I would say is a claimant, somebody who claims to have clarity or had it and lost it. It's mind, it's the mind interpreting and attaching to something that can't be attached to. You can't attach yourself to the immediacy as an entity. That's the whole problem because the immediacy in manifestation is constantly changing. It's energy appearing as patterns and the knowing is not in the patterns. The patterns appear in the knowing. If you try and establish yourself as a pattern that pattern is changing constantly. And that pattern can never reach the knowing. And the knowing is beyond all patterns. You could say the whole universe is billions of patterns within patterns within patterns. They all appear in the pure cognition, which is not personal, it's universal. It's unlimited. And anything that happens in the immediacy doesn't leave a trace it doesn't compound into a problem. It only appears to compound into a problem for uh, a fixation called me. Which is just an imagination. Yeah, completely. It can't stand up to an investigation. 
when we say investigate this sense of self or me, it's an invitation to explore it and expand it and see does it have any real substance. And it doesn't have any substance. It doesn't matter what you say or believe. You know, all beliefs are just patterns appearing in the knowing. Everything that's expressed is an appearance and it's valid as an appearance, but it's not the essence of the knowing. You say that the story, I don't get it, is crap. <laughs> is there any difference between that story and I do get it? Well, they're equal. They're totally equal. And they're both crap? They're crap. And people who say they got it are unbearable. And people who say they had it and lost it are unbearable. <laughs> it's all bullshit. conviction in clarity or, or whatever it is, you know, that turning point, it just happens spontaneously. But everything happens spontaneously, so what's the difference? It's undifferentiated. As soon as you make a differentiation, you've got its opposite. And they're equal. The equanimity is not... Uh, somebody said on the post, do I have to sort of take the Buddhist point of view and cultivate equanimity? Equanimity is not something you can cultivate. Equanimity is equanimity. Okay, explain that in a little more detail. Well, equanimity is the equality of all so-called things or phenomena. It's already equal. Yin and yang are equal down to the last particle. They're totally equal and they level each other out. It's like summer and winter. They're not in opposition to each other. Everything unfolds naturally in the expression of the universe or whatever you want to call it. And... Nothing is really in conflict with anything else. It might appear to be in conflict, but everything is resolving itself in the immediacy, in this ever-unfolding thing we call life or universe. And so trying to cultivate equanimity is actually more engagement in the mind, which is never going to result in equanimity. It can't result in equanimity. It's already equal. suggest that if there is some suffering going on go into it and expand it make it as bad as you can why do you suggest this and what does this mean exactly well it's an immediate challenge you take a step away from the belief in it and you examine it and it can't stand up to the investigation as soon as you go into this idea of someone suffering and expand it it's inevitable that you see that this is an appearance so when you expand it, it dissolves in a way? It all hangs on the fact that it's a fixation, a belief in a me that has got a problem or is suffering. 
And if you expand it, it means that you're going into it. It expands naturally as you go into it and you find that there's nothing there. And the energy that was keeping it going is retained by the activity of seeing. So the activity of seeing, which is ever-present, annihilates this belief just in that simple movement. How can you believe in something that doesn't really exist? All you'd have to do is see that it doesn't exist, and then how can you possibly believe in it again? But there's a lot of resistance to this sort of pointing. You know, people argue, you know, they just argue. They love to argue. The investment that they've got in this knee is something they don't want to let go of. Because what the hell am I if I'm not this me? So you say that everything is already so, you know, non-dual, but it doesn't make sense to the mind. Why is this so? Mind is always making sense out of things. And I guess you could say that's the problem. It's synthesising something from nothing. Non-duality is no thing. And can something come from no thing? There's no duality in non-duality. There can't be. I mean, it wouldn't be non-duality if there was duality in it. So the language is fairly clear. And that's all we've got. We've got language to use to explore and reveal the underlying reality of everything. But the challenge is to do that and go through the panic that comes. There's a panic that comes because of the attachment to the me. And those who have courage will go through that. Most won't because they lack the conviction to really find out what's going on. You say nothing is happening is a master clue. Can you say something about this? Well, where are you seeing from? What can you say about where you're seeing from or where the seeing is happening? To really look at that, the mind stops and the recognition should be there that you can't pinpoint where you're seeing from. Where is the knowing happening? You can't pinpoint it. You could say that it's universal. It's all-seeing, all-knowing. And they're not just fancy words, you know, like the ancients talk about omnipotence and omniscience, etc. And they sound like big spiritual words, but what they actually mean is what they say. It means it's all-seeing, all-knowing. And that's what you are. You are that one without a second. You are non-duality itself. And in that, there is no duality. There are no others. 
But in the appearance, there appears to be others. There appear to be all sorts of things. But, you know, as Bob pointed out to me years ago, an appearance is an appearance. It's not the essence of what you are. So where are you seeing from? You could say that's a pointer. It's a question. It's a challenge to all belief systems. And if you're really genuine and you have a look, investigate where you're seeing from, you find that there is no point. But the whole of my life of believing and being this me is a fictitious point that really doesn't exist, but it, it causes so much trouble in my life. And all of the beliefs are attached to that me. and Everything is judged from that me. I judge this as being good, and this is good for me, that's bad for me. Uh, I should do this, I should do that, you know, but who is this I, who is this me? And the whole thing is so simple, and people like Bob have been pointing it out for 30 years, you know, investigate this me, have a look and see if you can find anything with any substance or independent nature that you can say, this is what I am. In that investigation, you find that there isn't anything. In other words, you find out that you're not a person, you're not an entity. What you are is this seeing, knowing presence in which the whole universe appears. This room appears, everything appears in it. It's one appearance. It's energy appearing as patterns. Patterns within patterns within patterns, but it's one pattern, it's one appearance. You can't separate one appearance from another appearance because it's one appearance. It's like a mirror. You know, the analogy of the mirror is good. The mirror doesn't reflect lots of reflections. It reflects one reflection. It's the same with awareness. You could say awareness is like a mirror. It reflects everything that is in the immediacy. The mirror doesn't have memories clogging up the mirror. It doesn't reflect yesterday's reflection or last year's reflection. You know, maybe an elephant walked through the room 20 years ago. You don't see the elephant in the reflection. And the immediacy is timeless. So in the where you're seeing from, there's nothing happening? Yeah, well, it's obvious. Where you're seeing from, there's no you that's seeing. There's just seeing. In that pure cognition, when you drop all your thoughts and attachments to being a body and a form, when you drop all of that with an intention to discover what you are, then it's obvious there's nothing happening there. In that space-like awareness, it's not divided into past, present and future. It's not divided into left and right or up and down. It's not divided into anything. It's undivided. It's non-dual. You are looking out of non-dual space. And even the space that you perceive is an appearance. Volume and duration, time and space, are an appearance. That's an introduction to your true nature. It's already the case. Equanimity is equanimity. You are that equanimity. But, as Nisargadatta said, Many will hear the message, but only one in a million or whatever will take full delivery. And even that's an appearance. And it's only the mind that divides things up and measures things and says, no, no, 
da 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 story of me I was born da 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 you know the fact is you you can't remember being born you can't remember dying because you're not dead you are this livingness with this immediacy that's all you are and nothing more when that's recognized it's like the light comes on but that's a concept the absolute potentiality. You're playing a game with yourself. You're pretending to be something you're not and refusing to be what you are. There's nothing stopping anyone from seeing the reality of what they are, except their own imagination. your posts you wrote the mind is time the mind is time the mind is time yeah and you say people keep missing this point what point are you trying to make for those who miss the importance of this statement well time is mind mind is time what time is there if you don't think about it Mind is just thoughts appearing, images and memories. It's just appearing. You know, there is no mind. If you go looking for the mind, you can't find it. Like if you go looking for where you're seeing from, you can't find a point. You can't find a mind. There's no mind. It's just a word that we use to explain something. There's nothing wrong with the word, but it's not a ticket to freedom. If you just settle back in that space where the seeing is happening, and you drop all your concepts, it's very obvious that there is no time. There's no future. There's no past. There's no present. You know, some people say you've got to learn to stay in the now. That's crap. There's no in the now and out of the now. There's no division. You are that space-like awareness. Start from the fact that you are that. And really sitting with that, the mind stops. Time disappears. And you realise that there's nowhere to go, there's nothing to get, this is it. It's always this, just as it is. And the only thing that seemingly divides it up into problems and situations is the mind translating. The mind is constantly translating events and experiences into words, and we bind ourselves up with words. The bondage of self is made of ideas and words and concepts. Now an idea, a word or a concept what substance do they have? They don't have any substance. So how can you bind yourself? You can only bind yourself in imagination with an imaginary entity 
with words and ideas it's all bound up into a state of anxiety or seeking or suffering that really has no substance so that's why you have to investigate it you have to go into it and see that it's got no substance you have to do that in the immediacy and you have to do it until it's seen and naturally a conviction arises of itself I am not these things I've never been bound I'm not this self that I believed I was I'm free without being somebody that's non-duality For those stuck on some past experience of clarity with this, what advice can you give? What does this past experience amount to in the seeing of this? The past experience of clarity gets fuzzier every time you recall it. An imagination takes over and you end up with an imaginary clarity which you can't get back to. And in the immediacy, by indulging in these ideas of experiences in the past, you're naturally overlooking the clarity of this moment, of seeing right here, right now, seeing what is as it is. So it's the same thing. It's the mind playing tricks, indulging in, oh, I had it last week and I lost it. What is that? That's a story. Who has lost it? And so anything that the mind can imagine is obviously not it. Well, it is it. Everything is that. Even imagination is that. The indulgence in the imagination, as if it's something real, is the problem. And the one who indulges in it is not real. You could say the irony is that this pure knowing, this pure seeing, is already complete in every single being doesn't need to be cultivated or honed into a sharper point start from the fact that you are that and just see that you are not that content of mind and see that you're not even the body the body is an appearance in that seeing knowing absolute is manifesting as all and everything there's no separate entity that's experiencing anything it's all experiencing in the immediacy you could say that your body is the universal body contains everything there's no separation it's all an appearance anyway where you're seeing from, nothing is happening. Mm -hmm.
thing is that most, or you could say all spiritual practices, are attractive to the seeker or the aspirant because it offers a method to attain what they want. But, you know, the pathless path to the truth points you immediately to the fact that you are already that. That's why if you go to somebody like Bob, he doesn't give your mind anything to play with. You'll try and make things out of what he's saying so that you've at least got something to play with, but if you really listen to what he's saying, he's pointing directly and immediately to the essence that you are. And if you go often enough, it kind of sinks in. It's like you start recognising something. But it's all appearance anyway, because you're never anything but that. say the habit of binding oneself up with words may reappear pretty quickly so one needs to investigate again with clear intent until the belief is eroded by clear and present evidence evidence that shows that there is no one here in bondage so clear intent and until the belief is eroded by clear and present evidence yeah well what is your intention if you're a seeker, what is your intention? You don't know what your intention is. You're just seeking a meaning for this life that you think is separate. You want the suffering to go away. You want the separation to go away. But you refuse to see that you are everything. You are that one without a second. So when you investigate this sense of separation, it reveals itself to be a fiction naturally a conviction comes and that conviction and that clear evidence that reveals itself annihilates the belief it annihilates all beliefs and the main belief is the belief in being me that is annihilated you see that it's just a fiction but you've got to do it yourself nobody's going to do it for you you know i can sit here and talk for a hundred years and it's not going to do anything as i was saying before it's so simple so simple just investigate this sense of separation or this me this I this self whatever label you want to put on it and just see that it's a label it's a word it's a vibration it's a vibration in the immediacy appearing that's the only truth it has the story about it like these words are coming out now, they're vibrations. The truth of them is the vibrations, not the meaning. The only meaning that these words can have is what you give them. And if that meaning is coming from memory and a dualistic point of view, then these words are not very welcome. But if there's an openness, the vibrations that are creating the ears that are hearing these words is the same substance, if you like, that's creating the voice box that's saying the words. So there's no separation. And so when you talk about clear intent, what do you mean exactly by clear intent? So it's not with the intention to escape from the suffering of the me, what is this clear intent? 
you know, what is your intention? Have you ever known what your intention is? Isn't all the confusion because the intent is fuzzy, it's jumping all over the place? Likes and dislikes. If you can bring yourself to a point where your intention is clear and obvious, then nothing can stand in your way. What is your intention? You've done all these things in your life, you've had plans and you did this and you did that. What's your intention? What's your basic intention throughout all of your life? You have to be honest and say, I don't know. You can't choose your intention. It's not your intention anyway. There's only one intent, and that's the intent of the one.